When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where's PMAC? There he is. You know, guys, I got to see PMAC in the flesh. I was getting a little Starbucks in Houston, and I ran into this fine gentleman. It was great to see you in person. How are we doing, Pat? Hey, fantastic. Been a great couple weeks. You know, yeah. been a great couple <laughs> Quiet. weeks. Quiet. Quiet couple weeks. Been pretty weeks. loud. Been pretty loud. But it was great to see you, Molly. It was great yeah. to see the entire ESPN family down there. It's been fantastic. It's been great. You've been real low-key. You yeah. notice P Mac with the, with the with the suit jacket on. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing a lot of that lately. I mean, okay. he's been doing a lot of that lately. Okay. What's going on, P Mac? What's going on? What's really going on? All right. Hey, hey, Unc, listen. I walked right down range and just let everybody on earth fire at me for like the last 10 days. It's been loud, Unc, but I put on this sport coat today and I said, I'm going to be like the number one sports entertainer in the complex list, Shannon Sharp. And then this morning I sat down and I said, what was Stephen A. Smith do today? Well, he would get back in the saddle and he start talking his junk. So I, I am taking inspiration from you two. I am living a fantastic life, but boy, I'm excited for these last couple weeks to maybe change the page and the chapter of my life, I shall say. Let's go. All right. Stay, All right. stay All low right, and keep firing. All right. The Eagles season certainly ended a downward trajectory after a 32-9 loss to the Buccaneers. Philadelphia's second largest playoff loss in franchise history, excuse me, after starting the season looking like world beaters at 10-1, the Eagles lost six of their last seven. Staying in the NFC East, another favorite that got beat. Much more shocking, though. Dallas got punked by Jordan Love and the Packers in Jerry's world, mind you. The Cowboys' defense didn't look like themselves, and the offense not on the same page. So both the Cowboys and Eagles' defense disappointed in their wild card games. As I just mentioned, the Cowboys allowed the most points in a single playoff game in franchise history, while the Eagles lost by 23, their second-largest playoff loss in franchise history. Pat, bigger disappointment for you this season. Would you go Dallas or Philly? Okay, so shout out to Jordan Love and the Packers doing their thing against the Cowboys, by the way. They played phenomenal. And same with Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers. They were buzzing as they beat the hell out of the Philadelphia Eagles, who I think is the bigger disappointment in this particular conversation. Now, you got to remember, it wasn't too long ago the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. The Eagles were 10-1. and The Eagles just paid Jalen Hurts the biggest money that they could ever think about paying a quarterback because he was the guy. He was the chosen one. Now, they lose both of their coordinators, offense coordinator, defense coordinator, and obviously they go to a different coordinator on the defensive side halfway through the season. Season. But I think if you look at the, the moxie of that Philadelphia Eagles team, you look at Goddard and Jalen last night on the sideline, you look at A.J. Brown and Jalen on the sideline a couple weeks ago, and you think about a team that was in position to host playoff games, have the number one seed in the NFC, and continue to build a potential dynasty for the Philadelphia Eagles fans that have been yearning for this type of success forever, and then it just goes right down to dumper. One in six down the stretch. You're talking about playing the absolute worst football when you're supposed to be playing the best football. This man's supposed to be talking trash in the tunnel as he's exiting games. Instead, now we're wondering about his future. I think this Philadelphia Eagles collapse is certainly colossal. I think it's probably going
going to call for some change. I think Roseman, Lori, and all of them are going to have to do their thing and see why and how this took place. And I saw Booger McFarland put a tweet out, and I think it's very, very true. Something happened in this locker room. Something. I don't know if it's a personal situation, if it's a distraction, if it's a beef, if it's a betrayal. But seemingly down the stretch, they got much worse on the field and in the locker room. It seems like they lost everything that they were a year ago when we were talking about them being a great team. So for me, the Philadelphia Eagles are a much bigger disappointment than the Dallas Cowboys this season. That soliloquy was elo- it was eloquent, uh, very, very well delivered, and totally wrong right now, Gosh, Pat McAfee. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. The Eagles, listen, the way they looked over the last seven weeks, you're absolutely right from the standpoint of it being a disappointment. But it's one we saw coming. This man right here has been attacked by the city of brotherly love for months <laughs> because he's been pointing out, look, this is what we're seeing now. This is what we're seeing. And then damn, last night they looked like they damn near quit or practically quit. The bigger disappointment was the choke job that the Dallas Cowboys put out there this past weekend. It's a choke job. I know something about it. Just look at my first pitch. Choke job on my part. See, you got to know how to admit these damn things, Pat McAfee. I know what a choke job looks like when I see it. You're talking about palms getting sweaty, backsides getting tight. That's what we saw in Dallas. It wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a precipitous collapse, but one we saw coming for weeks and weeks over a seven-week period. No, they were a 12-win, 12-win team. They won the division crown. They were sticking out their chest. They were making plans for San Francisco or Santa Clara, wherever the hell they play for the NFC Championship game. And then they got out on the field, and the minute Green Bay marched 12 plays and 75 yards, all of a sudden and you saw panic, panic kick in. I'm talking panic from the coach, panic from the quarterback, panic from the defensive coordinator. Damn it, even Jerry Jones was sitting there throwing his arms like, what the hell is going on here? We couldn't find us an APB out for everybody. They almost gave their former coach a two-time champion and Jimmy Johnson a stroke on national television. <laughs> even Troy Aikman came on my show, the Stephen A. Smith show yesterday, talking about how, listen, he was not playing. I have not seen Jimmy Johnson that upset since I played for him. This is what was said because panic sifted, panic it kicked in. It was a straight choke job by the Dallas Cowboys. And how can it be any more disappointing than a choke job? I'm sorry. The bigger disappointment is the Dallas Cowboys. We kind of saw the Eagles coming. We didn't see that coming. But we did. You said just be patient. I did. You told them to be patient. You said be patient. Stephen A., you said it. You said be patient. You got me. You said be patient. And I'm going to agree with you. Because think, think about this. They had a 10-1 record. Right. They had wins over Kansas City. They had wins right. over Miami. They had right. wins over Buffalo. They were the number one seed. And they lose six of seven. And we and Stephen A is right. We saw the ch- the battery light on. We saw the tire pressure gauge light come on. But everybody said the car is still running fine. So guess what? We're not going to worry about it. And a lot of times when those check engine lights and the tire pressure gauge and the battery light comes on, we don't worry about it until the car won't crank. See, we didn't start having concerns. Well, I had concerns. But people didn't have concerns until the car put their ass down in Tampa last night, 32 to 9. And that's with everybody like, oh my goodness, what happened to the Eagles? Where did you were you not watching the previous seven weeks? They lost six or seven games and they didn't look good in the process of doing it. The Cowboys, look, it's one look, I get it, it's one game. We didn't think the Cowboys 
You said it. You said you, they're going to get your hopes up and they're going to let you down. They're going to let you down, and I'm right here for it. You, but I'm right here beside you, and I'm for it also. I couldn't let you I couldn't let you be by yourself because I'm here for it too. And we knew the Cowboys were going to do this because this is what the Cowboys do every year for the last three decades. But the Eagles, they're the first team since 86 to go 10-1 and one and not win their division. Look at the kid. You see the kid Six looking up, Brett? Men, women, children, everybody looking just completely yes. disgusted. It's such a beautiful feel. I don't even know how y'all can feel. Look at that beautiful scene right there. It's just something beautiful to watch. Yeah. I have to admit that, Pat. Do you see how miserable those Dallas Cowboys fans look, Pat yeah. McAfee? This hey, Stephen A. Stephen A. At for. the beginning of the what year, too, on this particular program, yes. I became like a pseudo-Dallas Cowboys fan because both yes. of you obviously were – I don't want to say hoping for, but calling an inevitable downfall because that's yeah, what the Dallas do Cowboys have yeah, done do. to their fans since what you know do. the '90s or whatever the case is. And I was thinking this is different. No, no, Dak's a little bit different. You know, Mike McCarthy's calling plays better than mm-hmm. he's ever called plays. C.D. Lamb. True number one now. We got a guy yeah. out there in a defense with Dan Quinn flying around, and they just completely laid in it. I mean, you're talking about just playing horrendous. And I think a lot of people have mentioned this, so it's not like it's groundbreaking. But whenever you look at a team, and Ankh, I know you know this, you can tell who's who's like loose, you know, in those big moments. Yeah. Who's loose? Who's confident? Who's not? And Stephen A. chatted about that. That Dallas Cowboys team looked tight. They looked nervous. They weren't comfortable, yeah. and they were not confident in the biggest game. They had been undefeated at home. Their fans sprinting into that state. That little kid crying, that old fat guy crying, that lady crying. They were all running into their seats whenever they got to Jerry World. And instead, they had a team that just wasn't ready, wasn't prepared, which is why, obviously, wholesale changes are being called for. And this music is so sad, so sad. It's, no, 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 so it's appropriate. Sad. It's appropriate. It's exactly the kind of music that needs to be heard when it comes to the Dallas. It's not mean. It's, it's mean. mean. It's and it's I'm a Giants fan. Ears. I mean, I'm yeah, proud of it. I am pro- it's appropriate. And I I feel bad for my buddy Jerry right there. But obviously, listen, they put themselves in this kind of home, this kind of situation. We understand that. They're not made for the moment. Collectively, panic set in. Just like I told y'all it would, but that was me. The world was disagreeing with me outside of a couple of people, and you were one of them. Everybody else was disagreeing with me. But I told y'all, just be patient. Just wait. It's going to come. And sure enough, they never let me down. Hey, they're going to fire Mike McCarthy and Bill Belichick going down there? Do you think they have a chance if he does go down there and reset the whole culture? I will say this. You do that. You make that move if you have an opportunity to bring in Belichick or Mike Tomlin. You bring in one of those dudes, then you do let McCarthy go. If you don't bring in one of those dudes, then you let him stay. Got it. It's got to be a game changer, difference maker to make the move. Yeah. Fair enough. Or All Jim right, Harbaugh. One of the three. You go. Pat, you got about 50 minutes. So, you know, eat your snack, use the restroom, do what you got to do, and then you take over on ESPN and YouTube. All right. Notice how Molly told you to go out there and eat. This is what she does. Actually, she Stephen A., that. I'm having Chinese food for lunch. I'm going to this really great restaurant, and I'm so excited about it, and I cannot even wait. I'm starving. Nice. General Tso's? We're rolling with General Tso's. excited about a Chinese restaurant. Pat, I'm getting after it. Like, today's cheat day. I'm just, I'm going for it. What you mean today? Yesterday was cheat day. Sunday was cheat day. Shannon, I don't want to hear anything from you. I don't want to hear anything from you about my cooking skills. And I don't want to hear anything from you about that. We haven't gone to the gym together. And when that happens, you're going to be zip. 
you're gonna be like, wow, this girl okay. gets after it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. By the way, did you hear Molly? Did you? Did you? By the way, Molly, did you? Were you, you in the Pat, gym at Pat, six this Pat, morning? Because I was. Molly, I don't know what Pat, you were Molly, doing, Shannon. Pat and Molly, did y'all hear what? Shannon talking about the, the the light, the you know the you know the light in the car coming on, and you know, you know something might be wrong? I, I I didn't know you knew so much about cars. I thought you just used car service. Nah, nah, nah. I, I, I didn't car. know you knew. Okay. Oh, that was good. I was a tree mechanic. Okay. Hey, Unc, right now I got my back right tire has. Uh, not enough air in it. I got something going on with the oil. My car's telling okay. me there's a bunch going on, but I'm not. It's too cold. I'm not checking any of it until at least two, three months. And that's what the Eagles have been. You're saying? Yeah, that's about right. So when it when it about puts right. you down side the road, yeah. I don't know what happened. You know what happened? They told you two months ago what was yeah, going on. You're right. Yeah, and that's on me, which a lot of things are lately. You know, but this has been an honor to ride this season alongside First Take. Great to be back here. Molly, enjoy that Chinese food. Boys, Thank enjoy you. that L.A. sun. Yeah, I'll send you guys a picture. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Look who is here in the pinstripes. There, a pitiful. You know, a pitiful. <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> nah, it's no, it's no. The champ. What's up? What's happening? What's up? What's up? What's up, Molly? What's up, Shay Shay? I mean, hey, look, there's no gold chains no more. There's no gold chains no more. It's a different. Look, no, 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 no. I did that because the pinstripe. Listen, listen. I don't know that because it's where I said it. That pinstripe suit. I'm, I'm very pleased. I'm nice. very pleased, baby. Oh, you are. I got a bad baby. You know what There we go. All right. You see how I upgrade? You see how I upgrade? Say, say, you know what I'm saying? There's a standard on first take. There's a standard. Way to go, my brother. Way to go. What's going on, Big Perk? All right. Warriors not living up to the standard, folks. Let's get into it. The Dubs. They've been lacking here. Golden State losing to the Grizzlies 116-107 last night. Warriors are now 18-22 on the season. Sit outside the playoff picture after losing eight of their last 11. Draymond Green returned to the court for the first time since his suspension. He had this to say after the game. We got to take pride in ourselves. You know, we keep talking about, oh, man, these teams are hitting shots. Guys are hitting shots that they aren't supposed to hit. Like, we're the Golden State Warriors. I'd hit shots against us, too. You don't win championships in June. Like, it's a process that you must go through. Teams that you see cheat the process, they never win. 
You got to build great habits. And right now, this team, we have bad habits. You know, it starts with me getting suspended and all the foolishness. And like I said to Kendra the other day, don't. Don't start with one guy. One guy isn't going to fix anything. Um, it is a team effort. And if you can't compete well as a team, it never worked. Steve, you have a problem with Draymond making these comments? I don't have a problem with him making the comments. He's qualified. He's a four-time champion. Um, we know what he brings, to, what he's brought to the table throughout his career. But And not only that, he owned up to the fact that he's a huge part of the problem. Yes. Here's the reality, though. Um, Big Perk, I got to give Big Perk props. You called it. They ain't good enough. They ain't good enough. It's time. Joe Lakeup, Golden State Warriors, Peter Goober, rest of the Golden State Warriors, it's time to break this up. I, I, I'm over the Golden State Warriors, and I'm going to tell you why. I looked at the clutch time, obviously clutch time, uh, uh, Shannon, and Perk knows this last five minutes within five points. Do you know that Klay Thompson and clutch time, while Steph Curry is shooting 51% from the field, 50% from three in clutch time, Klay Thompson, universally recognized one of the greatest shooters this game has ever seen, is shooting 28% from the field and 26% on threes. Wow. I'm sorry. You know what? Playing for a new contract, having that kind of precipitous drop-off, not looking like the Klay Thompson we know and love more often than not, combined with the fact that the Golden State Warriors have the worst defensive rating in the NBA this month, what we all slept on was how effective they were defensively all of those years they were winning. Mm -hmm. That has gone by the wayside. Yes. And it comes down to your personnel. They're no longer what they used to be outside of Steph Curry. Klay Thompson is not what he used to be. Draymond Green, God bless him, is not what he used to be. All right? And, and in the end... Andrew Wiggins is exactly what I thought he was. Comatose for most of his career, with the exception of showing up in the postseason in the NBA Finals against Boston a couple of years mm -hmm. ago. If I'm Joe Lakeup, I'm looking at this team, and whether it's before the trading deadline or at the end of this season, I'm looking at Steph Curry. I'm sitting him down this week, and I'm saying to him, whether it's going to be the trading deadline next month or it's going to be this summer, this is it. We're moving on from your regular compadres. I can't take more of this. If I'm Joe Lacob, that's exactly what the hell I decide. Well, I think you got everything out of this group that you possibly could hope. If somebody would have told Joe Lacob and, and Peter Gruber that they were going to get four championships in a six-year span um, and two MVPs out of Steph Curry, they said we'd gladly take it. Okay, you've maximized every ounce of juice that's in this orange. It is now time to move on from Klay Thompson. He's not what he once was. And we understand it's age, it's the Achilles injury, it's the ACL injury. He's not the same. Draymond is not the same. That's okay. And a lot of times what's happened is because you wanted to keep this group together, you didn't de properly develop the younger guys that you had drafted to hope to fill these voids. And that's on Steve Kerr. That's on Steve Kerr because he tried to keep everything together. It's also on Draymond because anybody that tried to come in and break up the big three, he had some type of felt some type of way about him. We saw this with Jordan Poole. Even Kaminga has said that he can't get, he can't do what he wants to do because he doesn't want to step on the OG toes. And so you're absolutely right, Perk. This thing needs to be blown up. And I don't know what you're going to get for uh, for Clay Thompson, but the Golden State Warriors, as we once know them, what we loved about them is no more. And that's okay. 
It's okay. You won four championships. People want people to stay together like the 60s Celtics did and win seven, eight, nine, ten championships, and the guys retire as Golden State Warriors after winning all these championships. That's not going to happen. This is a 2020s type basketball. It's not going to happen. It's time to move on. Think about this for a second. Over the last month, we've heard they lost their spirit. That's what Steve Kerr said. Steph Curry said they have identity problem. And then we heard Draymond speak and say what he said after the game last night. So the game last night should have woken up everybody, right? And put they put the world on notice. Damn it, the Memphis Grizzlies was missing John Morant, Desmond Bain, and Marcus Smart. All of a sudden, Vince Williams Jr. go out there and cook him, okay? And then Gigi Jackson looked like he performed like Michael Jackson last yesterday. <laughs> and Mike, Martin Luther, look, Martin Luther King couldn't have had this dream yesterday. And I think when you look at body language, when you look at the body language of Clay Thompson, it's time to make a change. You know, unfortunately, we had a, a, a event occur last week in the basketball world, which was a disgrace. I'm not, I don't even want to dive into that. That's a whole nother story. But Jared Cross, the late Jared Cross' wife, was booed right at the ceremony down there in yeah, Chicago, right. and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't boo her and Jared Cross because of his what he did for us helping the Bulls bring six championships. They booed her and him because of what they viewed on the last dance. Because it damn sure wasn't because of what he did as the GM of the Chicago Bulls when you think about making business decisions and doing what's best for the team. Bringing in Phil Jackson, uh, discovering Scottie Pippen, bringing in Dennis Rodman. And then when he ran his course, he broke the group up. And why do I bring that up? Because you cannot have your emotions and feelings tied for so long and that's what we're seeing right now with the golden state warriors right their emotions are in place they're saying man we're so emotionally attached to clay thompson we're so emotionally attached to draymond green when the fact of the matter is both of them need to be traded both of them clay and dre and then you need to have a conversation with steph and see what he want to do do you want to lose for the next two years and let us build some more or do we need to find a destination for you as well? Like, I don't know if Steph is ever going to want out of Golden State, but at the end of the day, right now, Andrew Wiggins' value is low. And so you have to look at trading Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. And one last thing real quick. I don't believe that Klay Thompson is done. I just Neither believe I. he has. A, he needs a change. He needs a change of scenery, Shay Shay. You think yeah. about one of the best storylines of this weekend individually was Baker Mayfield. A change of scenery could do wonders for a player in his mentality. That's what we're not. Let's be very clear. None of us are saying that they're both <laughs> done. We're saying that they both need to be done in Golden State. Right. So let's be very, very clear about that. That's number one. Number two. No, no, no. no are, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Number two, when we talk about, you know, Joe Lacob, Peter Gubel needing to make the change, Steph Curry obviously is somebody they're highly sensitive to, and they should. He is their superstar, and by the way, he plays like a superstar on a night-in, night-out basis for the most part, but he's got to be cool with this. I'm not saying, like, literally has to be cool with it. He should be cool with it. You can't stand pat like this. But the other person is Steve Kerr. That man has to be held accountable in this regard. It was his responsibility to ensure that they were developing this young talent. Right. Not Draymond Green. 
That wasn't Draymond Green. Great, Dray, I can assure you, as somebody who has spoken to Draymond Green on several occasions, Draymond Green wants those young brother, brothers to step up and be able to handle their business. That helps, the, that, that helps the vets. But if they ain't ready, they ain't ready, and he had to call it like he saw it. Well, whose, whose responsibility was it to develop them and to show confidence in them and bring them along? Steve Kerr is addicted to veterans. You understand? That's how he has always been. Everybody knows that. It's no easier. matter what you see from Kaminga, Moody, and others, the reality is, is that there have been far too much time that has passed. They should have been. Been, they should have been brought along a while ago. Right. It, the, the process was slow rolled. And so we have to look at it from that perspective and think about the level of accountability that he has as well. Again, a six-time, four-time champion, six appearances in the NBA Finals. As far as I'm concerned, one of the top five coaches in the history of the game. But in the end, it is what it is. We not, we, I don't like what we're seeing. Yeah. But you said Baker Mayfield. The difference is Baker Mayfield doesn't have the expectations in Tampa that he had in Cleveland. So Clay Thompson might not have the expectations going elsewhere that he has currently in Golden State because he was Perk, thought of as be. Go ahead. Go ahead, no, say, say. No, I'm, I'm just talking about just a change of scenery. Oh yeah, for sure. A different acceptance. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Klay Thompson on the Lakers, Klay Thompson in Philly, Philly. knowing what they're going through right now, knowing what they're going through right now for us, how he feel about the offer that the Golden State Warriors put on the table for us, his contract extension, he feel disrespected. Just watch his body language. Well, he ain't going to get that offer next year. Not from Golden State. Not from, I can assure you of that. They're not going to offer no 24 million. Yeah, the change of scenery that First Take should have when we start broadcasting from Miami. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Scoring beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. You can try to emulate, you can try to imitate, but you're not me, baby. I got an A-list coming your way right now about the top five Super Bowl contenders still alive. Keep in mind, the list is fluid. The list is fluid, okay? Let's go to the list right here. Give me a number five, please, right now. Bam! Why am I waiting? Give it to me, damn it. Bam! The Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Because Patrick Mahomes is still alive, that's why. Because of the reigning Super Bowl champions, that's why. Because uh, Travis Kelsey is still there, that's why. Because Andy Reid is still the coach, that's why. Because their defense is vastly improved, that's why. You gotta be, keep the Chiefs in the mix as a top five Super Bowl contenders, other teams remaining. They ain't top four though, give it to me right now, please. Give it to me right here. Bam! The Detroit Lions, why? 
You see Jared Goff? You see, you see this kid, Amon Ross St. Brown? You see him, you see David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs? Did you see Aiden Hutchinson terrorizing the Los Angeles Rams? Did you see, did you see, did you see? Did you see Detroit who now hosts another home playoff game? Did you see that coming? I'm sorry, I did. The Detroit Lions, 12 wins on the season, cannot be slept upon. They are legit. Make no mistake about it. They got to be top four on the list. I don't have them top three, though. Give me number three, please, on the list. Bam! The Buffalo Bills. Why? They get to host another home playoff game. Josh Allen didn't turn over the football. Imagine if he does that again against Patrick Mahomes. What about Stephon Diggs? What about Kincaid? What about Cook running that football? I know they got a plethora of injuries that they suffered, but being in the inclement weather, being in Orchard Park, being with Josh Allen and how highly motivated they're going to be about going against Kansas City Chiefs, we got to put them as the top three Super Bowl contenders of the teams remaining. They ain't top two, though. We know who that is. Give it to me right here, please. Bam! The same. San Francisco 49ers ain't play a game yet, but it don't matter. I'm sorry, Christian McCaffrey. I'm sorry, Brock Purdy. I'm sorry, Debo. I'm sorry, Kittle. I'm sorry, the play calling of Kyle Shanahan, arguably the best coach in football. A lot of people say certainly the best offensive play caller and a defense that's raring to go. This is what they've been waiting for and what have you. We got to put them at number two. We just can't put them at number one because it has to be the Baltimore Ravens who smacked around the San Francisco 49ers who smacked around the Detroit Lions. They're the best team in football. They have proven it over the course of the last several weeks. Lamar Jackson got his bag. Now he's got to validate it. You got some weapons on the receiver side. And on top of it all, you got a whole bunch of rough riders on the defensive side of the ball. I got the Ravens, the 49ers, the Bills, the Lions, and the Kansas City Chiefs as the top five teams remaining in the playoffs for Super Bowl contention. Great job, Stephen A. Great job, yes. great job, great job. Before you jump in there, I know yeah. you're ready for it, ready to pounce there, Shannon. Uh, but folks at home, the QR code, bottom of the screen, scan that bad boy and uh, send us your grade. I'll share those with Stephen A. Yeah, scan it right now. Scan. Double grade. Double grade. All right, Shannon, you're up. This list is no longer fluid. Ooh. This list is factual. Yep. Pull this in here. Yes! Perfect! What's up? I What's got, up? I got the Chiefs, the Lions, the Bills, the Niners, and the Ravens in that exact order. Yep. That is an A++ grade. A++, Fred. I got no one. I got no Fred, I got nothing for you. You on your own today. Can I get it? Can I get it? You, can I get it? You on your own today. Can I get it? You on your own today. Can I get it? You on your own today. Talk about right there. You on your own Friday. There we go. You on your own Friday. You on your own Friday. Friday, you by yourself. I can't even call you Saturday. You Friday if you got something against this list. It's the list. It's the right. It's right. So it's the A. It's the A. It's the best list he's ever done. Guys. For sure. But it is the order. I mean, even the way he went through the order. He yes. actually made sense, Explain. which is a rarity yes. in all yes. the different places and parts. Hold so. on. C can I just say something before we have this love fest right now? There's <laughs> only eight teams left. Yeah. It's yeah. not that hard to screw yeah. it up. Yeah. A we dead clock is right twice a day. You see how she is? You see how she is? Listen, it's just a hater. You just exposing nice. the haterade. That's LA all it is. LA did a good job of shooting your shot. The whole thing. It was nice delivery. But come on. Anybody could do this. I didn't. Really? Really? Then why did y'all ask me to do it? Then why did y'all ask me to do it. You understand? I'm you know why. You, you know what I'm saying? Plus. Go eat your you food. Go eat your food. You got to round to A pluses. Round to A pluses. That's got to be an 80%. That's got to be in the 80 percentile right there. Yeah, this will be, I mean, be his highest grade ever. If, if, if yeah. people, yeah, if he, if, this will be his highest grade ever. Jeff, tell me this as we wait for America to vote. Who would you like to see if you could pick the Super Bowl just based on most exciting matchups?
matchup, who would you want to Ooh, see? Um, first of all, a championship game. I would love to see the Bills and the Ravens. I would love to see the Niners and the Lions. I think that, that, those two championship games would be fantastic to yep. see. I think the, I think the Ravens-Niners. Listen, yep. I, I think – I think it will be a great battle again, yeah. and I think the Niners got something to prove. And the way Purdy played, there'd be a ton of great, there'd be a ton of, of storylines going into that game. Yes. I would tell you this. Shannon, what about you? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I agree. I agree. I, I think for me, the Ravens and the Bills and the Lions and the 49ers would be, make the best uh, championship matchup. And I want to see another. I want to see a rematch. I want to see the Ravens 49ers do it yeah. again. There's a there's a compelling argument for the Lions because of the way that they play. Plus, they would be highly motivated to avenge their loss to the Buffalo Bills. And obviously, you see that environment in. The, I'm sorry, the, the Ravens rather. And obviously, you see that environment in Detroit. It's electrifying. But the Super Bowls in Vegas, and you're talking about big names. And then you know that the San Francisco 49ers are better than what they showed against the Ravens. Yes. And so they would be itching for, you know, to make amends for that as well. Plus, they've been knocking on the door for a Super Bowl championship. Kyle Shanahan has been knocking on the door for years. And Lamar Jackson, we, we have to have Lamar Jackson yeah. in the yeah. Super Bowl, in yeah. my and opinion. Let's not, and let's Baltimore not forget this, too. Let's not forget this. Harbaugh going back to his second Super Bowl against an offensive-minded guy and the way that the way that, that, that Baltimore has gotten there by changing their entire offense to fit yeah. Lamar Jackson from years ago. Nobody had ever done that. Like the way he has gotten through this whole thing, I mean, it would just it would be a ton of fun to watch. Let's put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Stephen A, are you ready for the fans sure. at home? Okay. Let's get the big reveal. Wow. 70. Look at you. Yeah. Today's a good day. He's still 3% lower than my best. That's that's unbelievable. That's I'm unbelievable. Just try, I'm just trying to figure like out what the, hell the rest of it, what the hell are all the rest of the people yeah. thinking. I mean, <laughs> what the hell is the other 30% thinking? Where, where are they at? They're sleeping the wheel. I they mean, you can't fans. refute this list. No. They're you can't refute fans. this. That's what it is. They don't, they don't want to be fifth. They mad about it. All right. See, they got a chance. Maybe there's some Texans fans. Did maybe did maybe, so, did maybe some job. Texans fans. CJ yeah. Stroud or whatever. He's a rookie. Y'all Thomas. And the Packers. Packers didn't make the list. They're their first yeah. year quarterback. That's it. Their first year in this playoff. Y'all Thomas guy. Y'all Thomas guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll leave it there. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Dolphins saw their season come to an end Saturday night after falling to the Chiefs 26-7, but it was cold, everybody. In their final three games, the Dolphins averaged 304.6 yards, nearly a 100-yard drop-off from their average over the entire regular season. During this stretch, Tua threw four TDs, but five picks. He has one year remaining on his rookie deal worth just over $23 million. That's in 2024, but his GM says there's no plans 
to move on. We stayed in touch with his agent, um, had good conversations throughout the year. Um, never talking about money or anything, just good conversations about you know where he is and the relationship with Mike and the team here and everything he's done. And you know, so the goal is to have him here uh, long term, playing at a high level. So you know, that's always the goal, and um, we'll continue and we'll communicate with him through the off season here. And and like we've always said in the past, you know, you guys know me, we don't really talk in the media <laughs> through all that stuff. So we'll just we'll keep all those talks internal and with his rep, reps. All right, Stephen A., what do you think? Yeah. Should Miami trust Tua as their franchise quarterback? No, I don't believe that, um, genuinely speaking. I don't believe – I think the, the word trust is what I'm leaning on, guys. Right. I'm not saying that you get rid of him or anything, but trust long-term or whatever is just not something that I feel comfortable saying right now. And I'm going to throw out to a couple – to you and Jeff, Shannon, a couple of stats right here, Okay. Miami, 1-6 versus winning teams, 10-1 versus losing teams. Versus those winning teams, two is thrown for 227.6 yard, pass yards per game. Against losing teams, it's a, it escalates to 293 yards. Two are in a clean pocket, 75% of dropbacks, 75% completion percentage. Under pressure, including the playoffs, 25% of those dropbacks, 40% completions. I'm looking at a guy who's undersized, I'm looking at a guy who's relatively small. I'm looking at a guy who has trouble playing in inclement weather, mm -hmm. okay, which the AFC is ripe with a bunch of teams in respective cities where the weather is inclement. Everybody ain't playing the damn domes, Jeff, Saturday like right. Indianapolis, okay? <laughs> I mean, you got to go outside in that weather in Kansas City. You got to be in that weather in Pittsburgh and Baltimore and Cleveland and play in Buffalo and places like that. I'm looking at it from that perspective. I know that when you give Tua a clean pocket and he's out there to just, just free to fling the football, very few people can throw it better. Mm -hmm. But as the competition elevates, that's not going to be available. You guys taught me that a long time ago. Right. And so because of that, I'm thinking about the adverse circumstances. And under those adverse circumstances, he has been less than impressive. So the word trust is the operative word here. I'm not saying get rid of him because you can be hard-pressed to find a bunch of people out there who's better. But I'm not, I don't like what I've seen. And, and I, would, I, I would have to if I'm Miami, but I wouldn't be comfortable with it. I really wouldn't. Well, they've already picked up a fifth-year option. So we know they have him under contract for 24. Yep. And I think Molly said something around 23 to $25 million. Yep. The question is, his seat. I don't believe, I don't, you know, this, maybe just, this is just me. I just don't believe his ceiling for the Dolphin is a Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. And so the question is now, okay, trust, what do we get in place of? That's what we've been talking about all day, all morning long, Stephen A. Wood coaches it's Saturday. What's in place of? What can you get? I believe the mistake that they made was Justin Herbert. I do believe Justin Herbert long term would have been a better option for Miami, considering what they have at the skill position set and his ability to throw the ball in all types of weather conditions. But for me, Tua. He did do a better job of staying healthy this year, but there are so many there, things basically have to be really ideal for him to for you to maximize his ability. And with that, the maximization of, and things having to be ideal, that's asking an awful lot because you know in football there are things that's going to be less than ideal. So I'm going to go. I'm agree with you, Stephen. I just don't know if I can trust him, but I don't really know what other options that they have at this point.
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a little different viewpoint. I'm going to trust him, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Because of the things that you just talked about a little bit, Shannon, was he has been – we, we saw the devastating hits that he took that, that, you know, basically ended his season, and he went and worked on those things, right? Hey, I'm going to get – I'm going to take these classes. I'm going to get my neck strong. I'm going to get thicker. I'm going to get stronger. All the things that you implied, uh, Stephen A., about his size, which we know contributes to, to, to uh, guys getting banged up but he has handled his business from that perspective. I would tell you that his accuracy has, has, uh, uh, has been really good, and with the type of receivers that they have and the way they want to push the ball down the field and they want to – he was in the MVP conversation for part or probably most of the year, mm-hmm. right, until and, – and look, they got decimated on the defensive side of the ball with injuries. So that puts a ton more pressure – on your offense, and teams can play you a little bit different. I know everybody thinks that you play football in a vacuum where offense just plays defense, and but that's not the case. Understanding complementary football of what they yes. can do to you, how many opportunities you're going to have to score, all of those things amp up pressure in situations for Tua. As a team, I would agree with you, Stephen A., about the, the winning teams and the losing teams record. I do not assign that to one position, right? That's, that's all players and, and equally. So as far as you're going to trust him, I think with the talent you're putting around him, and I think with Mike McDaniel, look, we've seen this is a, this is a Shanahan guy, and when you look at what Shanahan has been able to win with, I would tell you if McDaniel is cut from that same mold, they can win with Tua, right. and so that's why I would trust him. Well, well, let me say this, and I could be wrong, but I, I, I'm throwing this out there to be corrected by both of you if I am wrong. Tua, I have no questions about his skill. I watched him in college. Obviously, I mean, love at Alabama and Nick Saban. Watch him there. I see what he's done in moments on the NFL level, and playing in Miami, having those eight, to nine home games a year, I get it. I understand. My issue is is that I got to look at you under adverse circumstances. Right. And from a physical standpoint, in terms of his his ability to offset all of that and to fend that off, I think that's a challenge because of his height and durability issues and what we've already seen when they're playing under adverse circumstances. I'm talking about in difficult, inclement situations. Right. I, I, I just don't know, guys. I just don't. I think the thing, you know, the, the, the concerns that I have Saturday is if, every, if things are less than ideal, sure. Yep. how successful can he be? Right, mm-hmm. right. How much can he overcome? Way. And, again, I yes, think that that's goes what I'm saying. to – that goes to do you want a, quote, dual threat guy as yep. opposed to a pure pocket passer, which, you know, has, has evolved in the past five, five to ten years. we got to go. Yeah. Three other quarterbacks from his 2020 draft class signed extensions this offseason. Burrow, Hurts, Herbert. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles 
miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Long speculated to be the best quarterback prospect available, USC quarterback Caleb Williams officially declared for the NFL draft yesterday. Currently, the number one pick belongs to the Bears. That's via a trade with the Panthers. Now, what the Bears will do is a big topic of discussion as they have a young, talented quarterback in Justin Fields. Shannon, more likely, Caleb will be in Chicago or elsewhere next season? I think it's Chicago. I, I, I really do. Um... And Justin Fields should want to move on. I know everybody is like all of a sudden the, the Bears fans seemingly are in love with, uh, uh, with Justin Fields. But I just think, that, and, and I, I just think this has got too good of a can't-miss prospect for you to pass up. You passed up uh, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young last year. I just don't see a scenario in which the Bears pass up quarterbacks with the first overall pick back-to-back -back years. Here's where I'm at, Shannon. I don't know the answer to this question. I'm just guessing. I believe that Justin Fields is going to remain in Chicago and Caleb Williams will be playing elsewhere because they kept Eberflus, right. the head coach. And I think by keeping him and leaning on the synergy that appears to exist between Justin Fields and DJ Moore, knowing that, I think that's what they've elected to do. I'm not sure it's the wisest decision. I haven't seen much of Caleb Williams. Right. So for me to compare him to Justin Fields, they say he's better. Yes. If he's exponentially better, you, you grab him. With right. the number one overall pick, and you trade, you, you trade Justin Fields. But if it's close, then I understand. You know it's going to take a big – it's going to take $200 million to re-sign Justin Fields. You sure about that? Yeah. yeah. It's going to go at least – Daniel Jones got $40 million a year. Uh, forgot about that. Oh, my bad. Hey. I'm sorry, Molly. It's okay. You guys have a great day out there, okay? Just oh, we have a good time. time at the Chinese restaurant munching. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.